What's up, guys? Welcome to It's the Real Tasha, formerly known as Fabulous and 40 with the Real Tasha. How's it going, everybody? I'm back and I'm here to stay. I took a little hiatus from podcasting for a little while. Um, I had a lot of outside stuff. I had to take care of my health and just working and planning on moving across the country. So I had to take a little break. I changed the name of the podcast from Fabulous and 40 with The Real Tasha to It's The Real Tasha. Reason being, I had a birthday in that process, and I'm not just 40 anymore. I'm 41. So I felt it appropriate. It would be appropriate for me to just go ahead and just change the podcast to It's The Real Tasha, which that's what it is. So a lot of things have been going on, guys. Uh, We got the news and, and different people being arrested, different things going on on social media and just a whole lot to cover in these last two months that I've been off of the podcast. So you're going to hear new content, more interviews and different contents about thing, content about things that's going on. And I hope you guys will enjoy and continue to listen and share this podcast. So I came to you guys today because I wanted to talk about Wednesday, March 13th, 2019. It was the early afternoon. And what happened? Social social media went down. IG went down. Facebook, some of their features are even went down and the world went crazy. Now, I am a 90s kid. We didn't have all this social media, so we knew how to we know how to survive without it. At least some of us do. Let me rephrase that. But when social media went down to two main sources of social media, you would have thought that the world was coming to an end. It was all over the news. It was all over Twitter. Yes, Twitter. Everybody resorted back to Twitter. I don't know if they went back to MySpace. I never had a MySpace, but people live opened up MySpace. I don't know. But... With those two main platforms going down, the world just went crazy and they act like it was the end of the world. And I'm like, guys, it's just social media. I had people texting and calling me Instagrams down, Facebook down. I'm like, hell, I don't work for them. I don't don't know. Okay, you're going to live. We didn't have these platforms seven, eight years ago, maybe 10 years ago. So we were able to function. Okay, social media can't go, it has went down. All right, but the main reason... A lot of people has made a lot of money off this these platforms between boutiques, natural products, social media models, social media uh, gurus, social media uh, life coaches. This was their livelihood and they couldn't function. Now, let me ask you this. It came back up that Thursday morning, March 14th, but let's say it didn't. What if it was gone forever? What would a lot of you guys do? A lot of you guys would probably still be balled up on the floor in the fetus position in the corner of your living room. But some of us have ways to continue to get our content out there. For some of us that are entrepreneurs, up and coming entrepreneurs or whatever it is that you do on social media. Some of us just sit back on social media and just be nosy. I'm one of them when it comes to Facebook. I don't do a lot of things on Facebook. Um, I keep Facebook just to keep in contact with some of my family and friends. And the ones who don't have my number, my personal number, well, I guess we don't need to be in contact. But a lot of people could not function without 
these platforms and they were having a come apart. So I just wanted to give a little advice and three, three different steps to maneuver without, to maneuver without these two main platforms. So a lot of people were out here resorting back to Twitter. Since the platform, since Facebook and Instagram went down, a lot of people went back to Twitter, tweeting, putting their content out there. Don't forget about Twitter. Don't forget about that stuff when, you know, Facebook and Instagram is popping. But you have to resort back to who originally got you going. Kind of like a, you know, somebody you took advantage of at one point, you know, that something new came along and you ran to that and you stayed with that. But then that new thing wasn't as shiny as new anymore. So what did you do? Resort back to the old thing. So. You know, three, three, I got three different things for you guys to do. If it ever goes down, if they ever snatch it away, because you guys got to be prepared to deal with something that you don't own and for it to, it could be leave you at any time. So one of the, one of the platforms that I figured out and I use it on sometimes I haven't used one of them in probably over, probably almost a year, but it's YouTube and Periscope. Those are some of the main live stream networks. Okay, yes, we can live stream on Facebook, we can live stream on Instagram, but they went down. So I did notice a lot of people refrain, moved over to YouTube and Periscope. Periscope is actually one of the first live streams, not one of the first, but it was one of the newer live streams that had came out maybe about four years ago, which I met a lot of great people through Periscope and still have, have friendships with them now and um, networking information with them now. Periscope is a part of Twitter. They didn't have any problems on Periscope. And I'm slowly but surely starting to see a lot of people starting to go back to that platform. YouTube is starting to be very popular. Also, people are putting a lot of content out there on YouTube. With YouTube, if you get enough content and enough audience and not enough clickbaits and clicks, you can start making money off of YouTube. Periscope, you can't do that as as of yet. Now, at one point, Periscope was only good for 24 hours, kind of like the live streams on Instagram and Facebook, uh, Instagram, but now with Periscope, you can keep those and save them to your archives. But with all of our smartphones and stuff now, anything that we live stream, we usually save. So that's one of them. The second one is own your own website. If you create it, if you go through one of these uh, website hosts, that will help you a lot because you own that. That is yours. That it cannot be taken away at any time or reason unless there's some kind of outage or whatever the case may be. But if you own your own website, you don't have to worry about being a prisoner to somebody else's platform to run your business or your life. So owning your own website and or, you know, blog or whatever the case may be to get your content out there is always a key. Also, that way you're not a slave to Facebook or Instagram. And last but not least, email marketing. Crickets. Reason why I say that, you don't hear anything. A lot of people, some of my generation, 40 and up, are not big on email. Me, myself, I am. I have a lot going on. I have a lot of people send stuff to my email. I'd rather you email me than call me or text me. You don't, some people, I don't want to have my personal phone number. So email marketing is always good because I'll tell you what, I get a lot of my coupons. I get a lot of great information. I get a lot of great courses that are emailed to me that I wouldn't know any other way, through, but through email. Um, you could be social media friends with a lot of these people, but if it gets saturated and drowned in your feed, you wouldn't know about it. But if you get an email, you would say, hey, such and such is having a course, such and such is having an event. Let me go ahead and sign up for this event or this course where they might have put it on social media, Facebook or Instagram, and you might have missed it. 
So email marketing is always a good thing. You can get out here and get sales. You can get more people and that's yours. You can save that information if social media ever went down again. You have all your contacts on your email. You can do promotions on your email for whatever business that you might have. You could talk to a lot of people. You can start setting up your portfolio through emails and reaching out to different companies if you want to be a brand ambassador or influencer for those people and their companies. Email is always the key. Uh, messenger and DMs are not. That's not formal enough. You want a nice, crisp, set-up email so that way you can correspond with some of these big companies if you're trying to make the big bucks. So those are the three keys of dealing with a dead social media. So if this ever happens again, guys, I'd like for you to take advantage of those three different platforms to grow your businesses, to grow your outlook or whatever it is that you like to do. That should be helpful for you. So with that being said, remember, you don't own these platforms, meaning Facebook and Instagram, always have a backup plan so you're not left in the dark. All right, guys, that's all I have for you guys today. Make sure you like, share this contact and subscribe to It's The Real Tasha Podcast. And I'll talk to you guys later. Good night.